Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Place Prepared. Place Prepared podcast is about manifesting and the law of assumption. This includes success stories, Neville Goddard analysis, manifesting tips, and much more. In this episode, we are interviewing the amazing, talented, brilliant, and incredible Koti Tea. Welcome to Place Prepared podcast. I am so honored to have you on. Hi, Ulisa. Thank you so much for inviting me and giving me this opportunity to meet your audience. Koti, I'm such a huge fan of yours. I love how simple and straightforward you make manifesting. I think that you are truly one of the best, if not the best, manifesting teachers. And I'm so excited to share with our listeners more about you and your teachings. I want to start off with asking you, how did you get started in manifesting? Uh, what led you to Neville Goddard slash the Law of Assumption? Um, that's a really long story because I kind of was into manifesting since uh, I was a child. There's no reason, there's no um, person from my family who like, got me into this. Mm-hmm. I was kind of always like other kids was into dinosaurs I was always into you know weird stuff like UFO and like tarot and witches and all of that and then when I started growing up I was like more and more interested I got into like new age I got my first tarot deck and so on and so on and so on and I was into into that like mainstream a new age into love of attraction till 2018 basically and when I had let's say it this way a hard event Mm. in my life that really showed me that oh my god I was I wasted so many years of my life for doing something but here I am you know like lonely devastated abandoned poor and uh, you know like other people in the communities I was were like yeah your your karma is purifying but like my karma was purifying so many times like before yeah and I wasn't feeling purified at all I was actually you know really angry and like developing trusting issues more and more and more so I knew that what I was doing before it's obviously not working Uh, but in the same time I had a lot of experiences in my life already that was telling me that yeah the life is not just what we see that it's way deeper than there is this spiritual side of life and somehow because of course that was my bridge I first heard this name uh, Neville Goddard and at first I was doing what so many other people are doing so thinking that it's all the same it's just you know another name in love of attraction but the more I started reading the more I started checking actually because I was experimenting on myself with that I was checking what's working what doesn't work and like here my uh, one and like one and the best manifesting tip I can give to anyone anytime is that do it yourself test it like 
don't only read and listen because you will just end up confused. You have to actually do it and check what's working. Not what's working for some people out there, but what is working for you. So that's it. I was checking. It looked like, yeah, I got it. My life started changing. Yeah, I started teaching. At first, I was um, just what I was doing. I was basically just translating kind of Neville Goddard teachings. But then the more I was into it, the longer I was into it, I developed my own techniques, like my own strategies, my own ways to explain something. Uh, and the less I started using the name Neville Goddard at all, because Neville Goddard, how I see it right now, Neville Goddard is just one of the teachers that stood on my way to the place where I am right now and the place I will be in a few years. Going along with everything that you're saying, how have your teachings changed throughout your manifesting journey? From when you first found out about Neville to where you are now, what kind of tweaks have you done with manifesting? Because I feel like, yes, you do teach some law of assumption, but you also know how to make it yours. I don't feel, maybe you feel it as, <laughs> as someone who knows my content from the outside. So maybe you know if what I shared changed uh, because the content, what I know, it didn't change since, since this like 2018. What is changing constantly is the way I explain things. And that's only because uh, I work with people and I work mostly one-on-one -on -one with people which i love that is like absolutely my thing so they ask me the specific questions like over and over maybe not over and over but you know this person asked this question and this next person asked me exactly the same question and as i explain and explain and explain i keep finding better and better ways to put something into words yeah, and that's beautiful. Um, I think that you have changed, but I, I mean it in the best way possible. I think like every time you put out a new article, I am learning something new. I always get aha moments. But for you, what was your biggest aha moment when you were continuing your journey with manifesting? Or like that moment you realized that, oh my god, I'm creating everything. I can't find just one moment like that. There was a lot of small pieces no and they all comes down to the silly everyday stories but the best one is probably uh, my flag story that i guess you already heard me sh sharing in the past that was that way you know as a as a kid and then as an adult i hated tomatoes <laughs> that was my most hated veggie ever and I had so many problems eating those. I was like, <laughs> just like <laughs> when I was just thinking about tomatoes. So every time I need to eat like out or just like visit someone, 
okay, they always, somehow, they always wanted to feed me with tomatoes. And that was a nightmare for me. That was, yeah, okay, that sounds silly. Really something I hated in my life, tomatoes. So then when I was, okay, so I know I don't like tomatoes and I know that everything is my assumption, right? So let's check what I can change about myself and i started imagining that i like tomatoes I, I had this scene when i was visiting my favorite falafel in bees and there was like always every single time there was this moment when they asked me uh, which veggies do i want and i was always saying like without tomatoes please so instead of that i imagined myself saying yeah, like, like, give me everything what you have. And then I saw as they are packing <laughs> those red <laughs> things into my sandwich without feeling, oh my God, help me now. Okay, and that was, that was it. That was enough. And actually something like five days later, I actually went there and like, like, yeah, like today is the day to do it. And I ordered that sandwich with tomatoes inside and I ate it, and I survived. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, probably that, that, that for sure was a huge aha moment, but maybe even the biggest one, because I really saw, oh my God, I can change everything. I can really change who I am and how I am. It's not like I was thinking before that I have these limitations and I just have to discover them. Because for me, and I don't know if like you guys are uh, agree will agree with me, but I feel like often when people say you have to know yourself, what people who say it actually mean is you need to know your limitations. Mm. And they people are like, okay, but I I'm like highly sensitive person, I'm like or I'm a Libra, or <laughs> I don't like tomatoes, right? And now my job is to create my boundaries around those. But what if not? What if I just can like, drop it if I don't like it? So after eating tomatoes, are you okay with it? Do you kind of like them now? Yeah, I, yeah, I have like no tomato issue anymore. <laughs> they are still not my absolutely favorite uh, veggies, but yeah. I don't have like, any issues with them at all. I can like, eat them. I cannot eat them. It doesn't matter for me. All right. So one of the key things that you said was, um, uh, what can I change about myself? As you were, you know, trying to figure out what you're going to do with this tomato situation. So how do we make manifesting about us? I mean, I always get the question, how do I make it about me? What does that mean to make it about you? So to go like, very quickly with us first we need to start a bit further and realize that difference between love of attraction and love of assumption love of attraction is i want that thing i want that partner i want that that money i want that house i want i don't know to write that book i want to do it and i know that that will change me somehow but i want the thing here's the focus I attract thing. And here we have love of assumption that goes like, 
is everything is me pushed out and that me is my state. So if I assume to be a partner myself, then of course I have a partner. If I'm a writer, then of course I write. If I'm wealthy, then of course I have money. And making manifesting about you is realizing that and focusing on it, on being in the state. I know that's not so clear mm -hmm. uh, for many people, even if they intellectually get it in theory, then in practice, we sometimes don't see that border here, like how to do it. And I see it even like with my clients. So there is a lady and yeah, she wants a partner, but she's manifesting and she doesn't know why is she's manifesting more and more and more and more partners, like not partners, but guys, there are like guys all around her and yeah, but she's still not happy and she's still not in a relationship. Why? Because she's not shifting, she's not changing her state for be herself happily in love. Her focus is, yeah, I want to, I, I want a guy, I want a guy. And they are guys that she doesn't like. So speaking about states, uh, you talk a lot about identity-based manifesting. And uh, one of the things that I think gets confused a lot is how to persist. You know, sometimes we fall out of the state and we think that it's all ruined. So how do we continue to persist in the state that we want to be in? Mm -hmm. The way I see it is that it's way harder to follow the state than to persist. We somehow naturally persist. And um, with the people I work in, the problems they have are mainly the problems with yeah, dropping the state mm. they don't like than the, the problem with assuming a new state. Because state is not you. When you are in the state, okay, that state is you. But in the same time, you are not your state. You are someone bigger. So to use a metaphor, that's like not really fitting, but that's the best I have. The moment you put your makeup, do your hair and like wear your clothes, that's how you look like. When people see you on the street, that they know, oh yeah, that's Larissa. That's she, right? But in the same time, you can like wash it up or like wash it out and completely change your appearance. And this appearance is the metaphor of your state. So you can choose how you are showing up in world. Of course, the state is like way more than just your look. So following up on that, do you think that it's important that we we kind of first figure out who I am is? Like, do we need to believe in I am in order to manifest or be in a state? To be honest, I don't know what does it mean to believe who I am. Because everything that I know in my personal life is only the states mm. I was ever in. I have no idea how to be stateless. I know 
that yeah i am because i can change my states i remember myself like new age for example new age myself it was so different that just to think so differently i even have a very old manifestation journal from a few years ago and i honestly don't want like any single thing mm -hmm. <laughs> i desired back then it's so much not me right now so my answer is no but what you need to know is you need to know what you want in terms of who do you want to be your state how you want the world to see you if you want expensive car why do you want to have expensive car because of course if i'm broke i'm completely broke right now and i desire that expensive car is it possible is it really possible for me to somehow have this car drive this car and use it like every day or there's something not matching really would i could i be happy with just having that car and not having anything else change in my life for me the answer is clear and that's no mm -hmm because what i want is like one physical element i want is just a symptom a one piece one piece that's really calling me for something i really 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 want to continue do you believe then that people and things are middle to our end for example you might want a house in order to feel secure you might want money in order in order to feel freedom. I guess basically what I'm asking is, is feeling really the secret? So like if I focus on feeling secure, that might lead me to my home. Yes, I absolutely believe that. But here I need to add one more thing. I also genuinely believe it's not possible to have the feeling without the manifestation. So some people fear that okay if i will focus on feeling secure more than on like having my own house home apartment whatever does it is it possible that everything will just stay like it is <laughs> i will be renting to the end of my life right but mm -hmm. i will like be secure my answer is no and also if you are still fearful that you won't get what you want that means you are not in your state so when doubts and fears come up, how, how do you deal with that? I don't. <laughs> I really don't. Because I also know that the way I see manifesting is it's not something extra that is possible for us. I see it as something like we do. It's how our assumptions is the automatic process in which our assumptions are translated for our 3D reality. And at first, when someone is like completely new to that, yeah, of course, there's like a lot of doubts. There is a lot of like fear. There's a lot of confusion. But with practice, it gets just like natural and obvious. If I know that, okay, I have manifested that and I have consciously manifested that and I imagine that and it happened and that didn't happen, then it just becomes 
something I do and my natural way of thinking how to do something, it's just the more you do it, the more you do it. The more you are really focused, the more you are conscious about your manifesting, the more it is just the way you live your life. And I also wanted to ask, kind of off topic, but how do you play with manifesting on a daily basis? How do I play with manifesting on a daily basis? Uh, I don't play with it. I just manifest. That's a good answer. Yeah. Um, do you not have like a, oh, let me try this technique this week? No, I don't have something like that. I don't have like something like that since I found really because I know that we have our natural ways how we are manifesting and we are all doing it differently that's why it's so hard to steal someone else's scene and start using it at yours Mm -hmm. like we see it all the time in Facebook group someone is sharing okay so I imagine that and every day for a month I was seeing that and that, and then that happened. Not everyone even can even like repeat it for many reasons. For some, just the fact of repeating the scene over and over and over, it's not it. For someone else's, the the scene itself, it's like too weird. That's that. So since I have, I know how I'm naturally manifesting and I know what works, I'm just doing it. Uh, Lastly, I wanted to ask, what is one tip or advice that you want to give to somebody who might just be starting out in manifesting or, you know, is continuing their journey? What is one crucial tip that they need to know? Stop reading and start applying and please don't go so okay so i will test it and i will manifest a free coffee like skip that if you are if you have your own express in your home if you have water and you have bag of coffee you are manifesting kind of a free coffee all the time (laughs) you don't have to do it in any other way that's like not about it like don't try to manifest seeing a ball or like getting a rose. Why? It's always way harder to manifest something you don't really want. So just go directly to what you want. You want to change? You want to change your job? Okay, test manifesting this way. Give yourself a new job. All right, that's all my questions. Uh, Thank you so much. Um, in the words of Sean Evans, tell the people where they can find you and what you've got going on. Okay, where you can find me? You can find me on Instagram, slash cotit. You can find me on my own website. Uh, there are two addresses at this moment. is cotita.com and it's uh, stilllivingwithneville.com. That's everything what you need to know. Do you have any new events or projects or courses that we can look forward to? Yes, I have. So then people, if you are listening to it, then go and like check my stuff, check my channels, 
there will be something. All right. Thank you so much for all your insight and wonderful advice and for your thoughtful answers. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for listening to Place Prepared Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, like, and comment. You can give a follow to Place Prepared on Instagram for daily manifesting content. Happy manifesting!